Yes, it's uh, your voice we want to hear now, and the, the first we're getting this morning is uh, Mikey from Christchurch. Mikey, good morning to you. The All Blacks, pleased? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think if there were two things that I was a little bit like, uh, about is the fact that, like everybody, I think Brad Weather should be there. I'm a bit bemused by the fact he's going to Twickenham. I don't quite understand how he's going to be feeling about that, but... Um, that's a bit weird to me. I, I wish someone could explain that one. Um, and I think um, I think we're short definitely in the Lucy's. I'm surprised. I think Caleb Clark's a bit of a passenger, to be honest. But I've been banging that drum, and people are probably sick of me saying that. But um, but overall, look at the end of the day, he's picked his side. This is the side we need to get behind. I am fizzing for this World Cup. Um, compared to how I was feeling last year, I, I really do feel um, that we've got a chance. Um, if they put their best side out, out at Twickenham and then followed it up with their best side against France, uh, then hopefully we can see a real bit of a momentum because if we get through, if we actually come through as first and get through that quarters, we've got a huge game in the quarters, potentially Ireland, um, I think also potentially South Africa, depending on how that goes. So, uh, yeah, quite pleased. And just as a wee aside, Smithy, I've just driven past yes. the... Uh, new potential Christchurch Stadium and there's about two stories worth of steel up there, mate. It's going to happen then, Mikey. It's going to happen. <laughs> Bit late for the Women's World Cup and every other thing that's happened, but yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just can't wait. <laughs> oh, well, it's a beautiful thing because uh, it is a great shame that uh, Christchurch uh, missed out on uh, that FIFA World Cup because, of course, uh, great supporters of sport down that way, but uh, just didn't have a facility that FIFA were happy with. So uh, it's on the way, Mikey. That's terrific news. Thanks for your call. No worries. Cheers. Thanks, Smithy. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Dean. Morning, Dean. Smithy, how are you? Yeah, good. Very good. Bit tired. Watched a lot of a lot of football last night, Dean. Yeah, yeah I'm with you on that. I, I we'll talk about the World Cup, though, because that's what we're all about, us red-blooded males here in New Zealand. So... Mm. I'll make it pretty simple. 120 minutes of nil-nil, seeing incredibly fit and pacey Nigerian ladies all over the English. Just, from, I couldn't believe it, Smitty. But the one thing I've taken out of the football World Cup, not the rugby World Cup, we've got, we'll see what happens there, is you don't want to hit the damn goalpost. Because if you hit the goalpost, you're going home. It's got to go in the net. All the teams that have hit the goalpost are going home. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that strike by that left fullback for Nigeria, Plumter, Plumtra, uh, that shocked the, this crossbar like I've never seen before. It was just unbelievable strike. And you're right, um, didn't go in, and they're going home. Yeah, mate. But the other thing that is incredible, America played possibly the best game of football I've seen from a team at the tournament so far. I've watched every game. And uh, they went home. In Nigeria, they said when Cameroon, back in 1990 when I was over in England, and they mm. did really well in the Men's World Cup football. It's the only football I watch is the World Cup. But I absolutely love it. How people can't get into it. It's just opinions, man. It's just, we've all got a bottom, we've all got opinions. That's why this channel is so great. But they said then, it's only a matter of time and an African nation's going to win one of the football World Cups. So it's getting closer, isn't it? Like, that Nigerian team, they're, they're a special team. They showed the pace mm. that the Japanese will get in behind the England in the final, if they're lucky enough to make it. 
Well, I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, Japan, uh, Japan, Sweden, uh, I've, I've done a few stats uh, we'll read out a bit later on in terms of uh, how I think the betting's going to go, um, uh, Dino, for, for this tournament coming up. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I can't believe uh, the money that uh, some some um, uh, some of those teams are playing when you consider their goals for and against records. It's uh, quite unbelievable. But, uh, Dino, I uh, love the fact that you're into the football. We'll hear from you, of course, um, on the rugby uh, throughout the, the next few weeks uh, with your opinion. Uh, loving the NPC as well. Didn't get a lot of as uh, much coverage as I thought it would do because the All Blacks were on. But here on in, it's all we've got left. It's all we've got left. Uh, let's uh, let's head to uh, stay in Dunedin and let's uh, pop down uh, around the corner from Dean to Cliff. Morning, Cliff. Yeah, morning, Smitty. Yeah, uh, that um, yeah, that woman's footy game. It's it's the same in men's football. You need a striker. If you've got a golden boot, somebody who goes away to a tournament can hit some goals. But that's the problem with with most of these teams is that they don't have that first strike. There's a ball comes across, no one seems to get a tap on it. No one can turn and get rid of it quick enough. And and that's a difference, but it's been some it's been some good games to watch. You know that game was was good. You know I'm an, I've played football for many years in Dunedin at Caversham, the old club there, and uh, yeah, they're good old days. But yeah, it's uh, it's been good to watch. But with the regards to the rugby, um, we're only we we are a bit short in the loose forwards. I think you know we'd hate to lose Artie. Um, you know, in the first game. I mean, Jacobson hasn't really had much game at number eight. I know that they can play uh, Frizzell there, but do we really want to play Frizzell when he's been playing well at six? Uh, I think they probably should have had someone else who, who could uh, play eight if, if it wasn't Fenia. But um, overall, it's a, it's a pretty small-looking team, you know. If we don't have any problems with injuries, I think we can we can certainly go... And, and probably win, you know, France, if we could top them, it, it gives us a probably an easier draw. But there's going to be a tough game in the quarters. However, we, uh, if we finish first or second in our group, and, uh, you know, from there on, it's, it's all go, isn't it? Well, I've, I've written down five players I don't think we can do without. And if any of them get injured, I think we're in a hole in that position. Uh, one is Aaron Smith. Two is Artie Savia. Three is Richie Moonga. Uh, four is Scott Barrett, and five is Will Jordan. Uh, they're the five players. I think that if uh, we lost any of those, they're the hardest five to naturally replace in our group. Why? Because they're so damn good. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, so, Cliffy, uh, I agree with you um, uh, and uh, your sentiments there. G'day, John. Good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Smithy. Totally agree with that sentiment, mate. Um, just on the All Black selection... I know a lot of people were trying to pick their team and whatnot and saying, you know, Nipolaulala might not make it, uh, Caleb Clark might not make it. But at the end of the day, if we know anything about Fozzie and the Steve Hansen era is that they're very loyal. They're very loyal to individuals that have done a job for them. And Caleb Clark, although a lot of New Zealanders thought that he might not make it, he's been in that system for three years under Fozzie. And he's done a job previously... Same as Nepal you know, he's got a lot of experience. Now, a lot of people might not like it and people didn't get in, but at the end of the day, they've done a job for the coach and he believes in them. And that's why mm. they're there. So that's why so, I don't yeah. think any of... What was that, sorry? Uh, I was just going to ask you, John, um, 
on that score, and a, a lot of people would may well ask the same question. Uh, is Caleb Clark a better player then in that jersey than he was three years ago? Uh, probably not. Probably not if, if we're going to be fair. But at the same time, mm. I think um, Fozzie knows his ability. And I think we've seen glimpses of it. We've seen glimpses of it. Mm. And, you know, uh, Whanganuku is very prone to injury. Same as Telia, same as Narawa. So if those mm. if those individuals go down, then it's Caleb Clark. He's up there on that left wing and we've got to put our confidence in him to do the job. And at the end of the day, I yep. think Fozzie's got it right. And we can't argue with that, with, with the results he's had thus far. John, you're absolutely right. You are every time you ring up. I uh, look forward to your calls. When I see your name on the switchboard, I, I think that's cool uh, that you've uh, got through. As I do with Neville from Kaiapoi as well, Neville, and I know what you're going to talk about. More golfing stars for New Zealand on the horizon. Yeah, definitely. But just briefly, I agree with what you said about the All Blacks, the five players. The only other comment I'd make is Brad Weber could be there. Um, I don't know why they keep keep him on the outer, but anyway, that's the way it goes. But look, I was just going to talk about Kazuma Kabori because there's been nothing. I can't understand how the media don't pick it up. Um, 21, he's um, still an amateur and he's over in the States. He's been playing in the series over there, leading up the US amateur, which, of course, Danny Lee won back in 2008. And um, Mm. he's just played in the 121st Western Amateur Championship in Illinois, it's the third oldest amateur championship after the British amateur and the US amateur. There were 156 players, uh, four rounds of stroke play to find the top 16 who go into the match play. And he had four rounds, um, 69, 69, 72, and 65. He was three shots outside the top 16 with nine holes to go. And he scored five birdies in those last nine. So he got in ninth place and then he won four matches in a row um, against uh, various opponents from all over the world. And um, it's a fantastic performance by this young fella. Um, I can easily see him um, on the set with Ryan Fox and Bob Charles. He's just mm. got a maturity that is way beyond his years. He seems to be absolutely fantastic. I've just been uh, reading about it this morning, actually. Uh, Lance Gabori, uh, far more than just the West Amateur as well. Uh, folks, uh, and Neville, you'll know this anyway, he also clinched the 2023 Elite Amateur Series Championship. Uh, which is an exemption to the 2023 US Amateur and an exemption into the final qualifying round of the 2024 US Open. He will also earn a yet-to-be-announced PGA Tour exemption and one 2024 start on the Corn Ferry Tour. So uh, that is what it, uh, has happened because of his brilliant performance here. So uh, certainly uh, a name that we've just got to continue uh, to keep on our sporting radar, our golfing radar in particular. That's Kazuma. Kabori. Thanks for that, uh, Neville, and thanks to everyone that called through this morning.